Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Empire State Conservatives podcast, episode 181. It is me, your host, Evan, here with the infamous Gabe Montalvo, coming at you a little bit early today, uh, trying to get stuff done before the Ranger game, hence the jersey. But guys, before we get started, just a reminder to please visit our website at EmpireStateConservativeNetwork.com for links to all of our articles, shows, and merch, which you can still save 20% off by using code fraud. Get it while the getting is Good. So today, Gabe, we talked about this before. We are going after the evil Emperor Cuomo. It's been enough. This guy is literally the worst. You know, we've been dealing with his garbage for forever now in New York, but especially since the start of COVID, he has been exceptionally terrible, constantly passing the buck. Most recently, he had a very bad sound clip where he said, who cares if people died in a hospital or a nursing home? They died, which is we both know is absolutely ridiculous because if someone needed to be treated in a hospital, again, New York's New York was given a hospital ship. They were given the Army Corps of Engineers to make a hospital in the Javits Center to help with overflow. Yet he forced elderly people back into nursing homes. So it does matter where they died. It's not just who cares where they died. It does matter because it's his fault. It's his policy. And that's the problem. So, Gabe, honestly, they, they were initially pushing for an investigation. But apparently I've read lately that they're not going to investigate these nursing home COVID deaths. Well, see, this is what it gets me upset because it shows that Cuomo is just a garbage human being uh, at this point. Uh, and I don't say that lightly. I don't say that to just get clicks. I don't say that to get likes or for cheap uh, punches. When you actively tell people, oh, well, we're going to create a new mandate where COVID recovering patients who are stable, supposedly, but they're not tested. These patients weren't tested if they're really stable or not, or if they carried a high level of infection. They were just thrown in there. Before Cuomo did that, there were no reports of outbreaks or of massive outbreaks or massive deaths that we were seeing happening right now. And it's completely disingenuous for this guy to then come up with a book and sell it and come up with a poster and sell it for 15 bucks and get, then get an, uh, an Emmy for the crisis that he has caused, leadership and what COVID-19 has taught me. What has COVID taught him? It's only taught him how to become the Grim Reaper of New York. He's been the biggest, he has killed more New Yorkers than 9-11 did. It, it, directly, this is an American that has killed other Americans and that's how it should be seen and that's what it should be really reported on. And I'm proud of Letitia James, very rarely will I say that, because she came up, she, her office with the, um, as the attorney general's office and her came out with a with like a 76 page document looking into this investigating saying that they could have underreported these deaths by as much as 50 percent 50 percent so we're looking at about 8,000 deaths already now as much as 16,000 potential deaths in nursing homes that he caused and now is saying oh well it's not that bad you know it really wasn't that bad who cares if they died who cares if they died I swear, it's always the rules for the none for me. It's always the political elitist class versus the everyday working man. It's so arbitrary. It's so hypocritical. And what can what, what is it that you can do? You can't recall them because this is a no-recall state, sadly. I mean, I know they're trying to get Newsom out there, but Newsom's being bankrolled every time they fail. But this is okay. This is the guy who everyone loves, who people... Cuomo pulls better than de Blasio does if that's even possible. 
people I mean, are more favorable. He, he couldn't pull worse, Gabe. That's the di- that's the big difference. But the other problem is that he gets propped up in the media. Part of it's probably because his little butt buddy brother, you know, works for CNN. But this is what they do. They spread lies and misinformation, and then they claim that that's what we're doing. Again, communist playbook. Accuse your enemies of what you do. All they've done is said, Governor Cuomo handled this so well. He did such a great job showing leadership during COVID. Highest death rate in the country. Highest number of deaths in the country. The entire economy of New York State is completely destroyed. And who do they go after? They go after Ron DeSantis, whose state is now basically completely open and doing amazing. And New Yorkers are still struggling. They just reopened indoor dining. Again, a game. Now indoor dining can reopen, right? They're trying to push the curfew from 10 p.m. to midnight for the Super Bowl. Because on the Super Bowl, on Super Bowl Sunday, COVID doesn't stay out. doesn't come out past 10. It only comes out past 12. It's all a game. And they've been playing this game. And he's been playing this game for years. And we talked about this right before the show. This is a guy who you can check this online. This is verified. Is worth $5 million. $5 million. He just gave himself a raise on taxpayer dollars. On a state that's broke, on a state that's bleeding people, on a state where people are hurting, where the unemployment rate is skyrocketing, where small businesses are closing, he gave himself a raise. He's worth $5 million, people. Yeah. Well, the the irony is that this comes like a day or two after he says that the reason why COVID died, or so many people died of COVID, was because of incompetence. He blamed government incompetence as the reason why there were so many deaths. I'll agree. I'll agree. The government is completely incompetent. So why are we trusting them to fix things? Well, he was talking about people like Trump because he followed up with that statement saying, it's so wonderful to have people who believe in science again in office and we're really fighting this. Meanwhile, this pendejo's over there killing people. I I mean, this is insane. We have about 45,000, probably the number has gone up since I checked, but it's a depressing thing. So I try not to, you know, visit that number. But we have, last I checked, we had 45,000 people. 8,500 of those people approximately were uh, died in the nursing homes. Elderly people died in nursing homes. If we're up to 50%, we're looking at, what, 17,000 potentially people that died? That's a huge percentage. If we're looking at the total 45,000, that's a huge percentage of people of a section of the population that were never exposed to this before, that were relatively safe, even though they were the most vulnerable. But you couldn't go outside. How dare you go see your family? Don't visit them. Don't worry that they're that they're lying on their deathbed. How dare you? You're gonna kill them. But don't worry. We're they're gonna die anyway. For you. you can't kill them. If they're already dying and there's no cure, they're already dying. But this is the same thing. There were he didn't have enough ventilators. Then we found out the ventilators were killing people. Meanwhile, there were ventilators in a warehouse that he was doing a press conference in. This is a guy who loves the spotlight and doesn't care about the consequences. Same thing. He attached that reproductive health act to the budget. He attached his raise to the budget. He attacked, he passed uh, the safe act in the middle of the night. This is a guy who does not care about the citizens. He only cares about his rising star because for some reason he still thinks he can run for president. I don't see how he in the, how in the world anyone would vote for him. You bankrupted possibly the second, the second most unbankruptable state in the country behind California. And you ran it into the ground. Into the <laughs> ground. Who's yeah. going to vote for you? Well, get this. Cuomo also said that there were never not enough beds in the hospitals to treat every COVID patient in the hospital. This is a guy who was crying for military support. 
this was a guy who was crying on television saying it's horrible what's happening to this city. But once everything is over, once he has that little stupid mountain that he's going over, that he has of his little model, what happens? After he gets over that little hump, literally, he has his own little model that he uses of a mountain on the uh, Essential Andy Cuomo show. What does he do? That's when he says, oh, by the way, he wipes away the crocodile tears. There were enough hospital beds for everyone. We don't need to stay there. We didn't need to send them to hospitals. I guess hindsight is twenty twenty. We could all make puns about this. But just the utter incompetence, the lack of, the, the lack of empathy for, for stuff that he caused. And because people still worship care, Gabe. He does not care about anyone else. What was, I watched his press conferences. I really did. He would spend an hour saying nothing and then go, wear a mask, wear a mask. And then like tease his nipples a little bit with little nipple rings. All right. But no, he didn't do that part. But he, you know, for all we know, he did that off camera. But that's what he did. He said nothing for an hour. And then said, wear a mask. And people went, oh, thank you, Emperor Cuomo. Thank you for looking out for us. Thank you so much. He did nothing, nothing to help because he does not care. It's all about himself. When him and his brother are having little chummy talks on CNN, when he's talking about, oh, you know, make sure you call mom. Make, dude, do your job. Yeah, Anything. reporting the news. It's, it's absolutely ridiculous. He only cares about himself. Same thing with his brother, right? His brother, who apparently was COVID positive, was, was not quarantining. He was out yelling at bicyclists in the Hamptons. <laughs> It, they don't care. They really don't. And they, they've risen. Their star has risen on the guise of caring because that's what the left pushes, right? You get in all those liberals who really like, I really care about people. Oh, look, all these Democrats say that they care too. I'm going to support them, but they don't care. They don't care. And they've shown that they don't care over the last 60 years because none of their policies have worked to help lift people up. Today, I was in a class today and someone goes, Oh, welfare, the welfare system's a policy. Do you think it's been a successful policy? And I go, well, what's your definition of success? Is your definition of success keeping people on welfare? Because that's not what it was designed to do, but that's what it has done. So if it was designed to get people a leg up so they can, you know, get off hard times and get back in the work, then it's been a, a monumental failure of a policy because all welfare done has created generations of people dependent on government assistance. It's been a failure. And Andrew Cuomo, as a governor, has been an abject failure. 1,000%. I can't name one thing that he has done for this state that has actually been helpful. And now he's playing the same game they're all playing. Oh, indoor dining can open up. And guess what? In, in, in a few weeks, oh, businesses can open up. And all these things will be able to open up. Why? Because Trump is gone and the change in the testing and COVID can magically disappear. Well, the Daily Mail also reported that there was like a 44% decrease in cases. Because in you three weeks the testing protocol and you're not picking up the flu as COVID, it's going to drop. Mm -hmm. Who knew? Who knew? I knew. Uh, I, but, said, I said this months ago. I said this in like late November, early December. But remember, we're the conspiracy theorists. We're the ones that, and I'd say we're pretty based on this show. We're not it's following not even like a theory this anymore, thing. Gabe. It's proven. I, it's literally being proven. I know, theory. but we still, we, we listen, we can't give ourselves too much credit because then we'll be fact checked, right? Oh my like, God! All right, well, why don't you set the transition into the uh, to the AOC section of the show? Speaking of fact checking, so the Daily Wire was apparently fact checked by Snopes, 
when they when AO, with in AOC's own words saying she was in her office, which is not in the Capitol building, it's in the Cannon building, and she claimed that she was terrified that they were all going to be murdered, right, and that the the Capitol police officer was actually a rioter who was coming to kill her and all this other nonsense. The D Daily Wire put out a post saying she wasn't in the Capitol, and they got fact checked based off of her own words that she was in her office. Her office is not in the Capitol building. They said, oh, well, you know, but it's a connected building. It's like, it's enough. Snopes, again, I've said this from day one. Snopes is not a reliable source. From the day that Snopes says, oh, Antifa doesn't exist. Snopes is a left-wing propaganda fact-checking machine. It's absolutely ridiculous. Gabe, like, is AOC literally just trying to be the next Jussie Smollett? AOC is nothing but a liar with her credibility. And here, and this is what's extremely important about this, about her actions. We can attack her on policy. Very easily. That's very easily. And, and as people should be criticized for their policy, especially if it's not for the best interest of, of the Republican uh, as it stands. But when she uses people's emotions as a vehicle to push her propaganda, to push her message, and as an elected official, she has, she, she's credited as a leader. She has a responsibility as a United States public servant to tell the truth and to actually move forward in a way to try and bring this country together because that's the democratic platform now. It's unity, right? Well, wait, just, you mean like when she lied about where she grew up or when she had the photo shoot in an empty parking lot crying while she, she was looking at kids in cages? Precisely. I would say... I'm not even going to touch her her uh, housing situation because even the neighbors don't even know that she lived there. They haven't even seen her once. I think there's like a daycare, day, uh, like there's some children's center uh, that's like in the area, I think connected to the building. And they were like, we've never seen her before either. So aside from that fact, she goes and cries about the kids in cages. She goes and cries about this, uh, about, um, about the Capitol incident i could understand if she said i was scared i saw it from afar they might have come to get me that's factual that would have made sense but then she plays on your heartstrings by bringing into sexual assault and i hate to to sound like this guy but how do we know that she isn't lying about that either she lied, lied about, about everything else she says exactly. i can see the republican white supremacist trump supporters you weren't in the building and there were graphics that came out later that show that the protesters and the rioters were in front of the Capitol building specifically, wholeheartedly. That's where they were. There were like five different points on the map. And it showed the Cannon building had little to no interest. And that's where there were no points around there. So the where is she cop was probably like, where is she? We have to get her out of there. It's in a high intense situation. Also, so, bro, we know she lied about that too. Probably. Why would she go hide in the bathroom if there's no one in the building? If the whole story doesn't make sense. And I go back to this with everything when it went all the way back to when people started asking me about the whole um what was it the ferguson riots michael brown and they go the um, original story was that he reached out of the car and shot him in the face it shot him in the chest and then they fought and then he shot him while he had his hands up i go the story doesn't make any sense no, it, it really just doesn't make any sense and then we found out through over 11 eyewitnesses that that was not the story at all. And it was completely different and that michael brown tried to murder a police officer in his own car and they fought and then he got shot we mm -hmm. found out the truth because when you're at saying Jussie Smollett, yes, you had two white guys in MAGA hats with a noose and bleach walking around South side of Chicago in a polar vortex. If you're going to lie, at least come up with a believable story. 
This yeah. game doesn't make sense. So why is the premises in Chicago like, at twelve o'clock in the morning? The game. It's like it's like it's a game. It's like they're testing us to see how much we're willing to buy. Like how much garbage are you willing to buy and just believe these people? And we fail every time. Oh no no, it gets better. And I tweeted about this. Uh, you know, sometimes I'm on my MAGA tweeting phase when I just want to argue with the world. Uh, and AOC lied was trending today on Twitter. AOC lied. I was like, wow, this is amazing. We had Biden lied. We had uh, uh, Alexandria um, Smollett-Cortez or something like that. And now we have AOC lying today on Twitter. I was like, oh, this is great. Trending. Finally. I don't have to hear Trump is unfit for president, that hashtag, or uh, Trump is unwell. I remember that was a big, uh, another hashtag. And I checked it. And of course, you had your typical uh, you know, right-wing commentators uh, explaining in depth of how she is lying. But Democrats flooded it with pictures of their cats and their dogs. They always do this. It's a weird thing that they do on Twitter. They're like, hashtag AOC lied. I don't know about that. She didn't lie about anything. But here's a picture of my dog. Ha. And they just get thousands of likes. It's like they're trying to erase it for her. These are literally her minions. They say that the MAGA cult, uh, the MAGA movement is a cult. How dare the America First movement is a cult. She's literally having people try and scrub the internet to, on her favor, for, to favor her. And it's not like she has to do much anyways. I mean, it, I'm pretty sure Jack Dorsey has no issues in supporting this type of rhetoric. And I'm not saying that hashtags are a way to follow news. But if it's a way to gather information quickly because it's something that's trending, you're not going to think that the first thing because they're trying to fight misinformation. I think it's misinformation that saying that AOC lied and I'm seeing a picture of a dog and saying that she didn't lie. I'd rather see an article maybe disproving it or proving that point. Because you're trying to combat disinformation. No, it's not. And now she's now, then she tweeted out uh, the day before when the first when the story first broke out. Sadly, it was the day we covered. It was actually like in the night that we covered in the last episode. What does she do? Oh, well, anyone who tries to fact check me know that they're like wrong. They're like white supremacists, and you should like report them and like get their accounts deleted. Yeah, it's literally, literally, dude. She is a full blown mar. It's like full blown Marxist tactics. Oh, if anyone speaks out against me, report them, get them banned, silence them. It's, dude, if they're lying, let them speak and they will reveal their lies. That is why all these people, that's why Jussie Smollett, that's why AOC, all these people get caught in lies because we just let them talk. And the more they talk, the more it comes out. And then we realize that, they're full, well, we do, the American people need to kind of wake up a little bit, that these people are full of crap. But when you silence someone, it does not mean that they're wrong. It only means you're afraid of what they have to say. Mm -hmm. Oh, certainly. And I mean, how dare you? And I'm going to pull out a Greta Thunberg here, but how dare you move how forward? How dare you? How dare you? How dare you move forward on the on the backs of people who, who actually got sexual assault? And again, if this happened to AOC, I'm sorry that that happened to you, God forbid. But what you're doing right now, Madam Ocasio-Cortez, is actually diminishing your credibility to where people won't want to hear it. There's a difference between establishment Democrats that you seem to champion against. There's a very big fundamental difference between you and them. They at least have a plan to destroy the country. You are like a kid running around with the running around with scissors in, her, in your hand, pointing at yourself. You might cut somebody else, but chances are you're going to trip and fall. You're going to wind up stabbing yourself or poke your eye out. Because that's what she's doing. Oh, the kids in cages. There were no kids in cages. It was a parking lot. You're, you went off of Hispanic kids, migrants, 
you went off with him in the Holocaust-looking detention centers that you like to make that comparison, which you never even saw. You tried I, to pull. She's the never seen a concentration camp either. I guarantee it. But Gabe, you know what it reminds me of? It, have you ever watched The Office? Yes, love so it. You remember the episode where Kelly make um, changes Jim and Dwight's um, cuts, um, customer reports, customer reviews to make it seem like they're terrible at with their customers. Oh yeah, and she gets caught. Yes. She goes, I was raped. And I goes, Kelly, no, you don't say that. You can't say that again. You can't. You, you can't just say you were raped every time you're in trouble. It's literally. It's like it, that's what it feels like she's doing again. If, if she was actually sexually assaulted, whoever did it, I hope they rot in hell and they rot in prison. And I feel horrible for her, but she's lied about everything else. So mm -hmm. really like it, it's, it, it, it's the same thing you're supposed to teach your kids, right? Be honest with me so that I can trust you in the future. If you're always lying to me, I can't trust the words that come out of your mouth in the future. She's constantly lying. How can we trust anything that she said? Yeah, and that's the thing. You really can't, and you can't even trust the fact checkers anymore. I I knew that it was complete and utter um, BS when I saw. It. I think it was either uh, um, Snopes or what was the other one? Snopes is just constant garbage. Okay, well, there's Snopes, and I think there was like factcheck.com or whatever, and it was a picture of uh, Joe Biden and that KKK member. Um, I Robert forgot his Bird. name. Robert Byrd. There we go. Robert Byrd or George Byrd, one of those two. Yeah, well, it, he was a Byrd. He's a, he's a dead old white supremacist KKK member. Who cares? Yeah. So they said, oh, take – it was a meme. It was like, uh, you know, when you go to the polls to vote for Biden, remember this uh, Remember this picture. Uh, he's taking a picture with, like, um, uh, the grand wizard of the KKK. And it was like, somewhat false. Here's why. Or mostly false. Uh, well, while this picture may be kind of misleading because he wasn't a, he wasn't a grand wizard, he was just a cyclops of the KKK. Yeah, and he okay. had renounced his ways. Like, the guy was in the KKK for 85 years. He was 150 years old. He probably started the KKK, all right? Let's not, but if it was, it, listen, if it was a Republican, then they would just run him, they would run him through the, they would run him through the grinder, right? Any, any, any Democrat gets a pass. What happened with uh, Northam in Virginia? He got a free pass, a free pass on that blackface clan photo. Free pass. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, I mean, well, can look you at Trudeau. Trudeau, also the pinnacle. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Okay, can you imagine? For one second, no. If President Trump, not was, in it, was not even just it was just in a photo with someone who was wearing blackface or a KKK robe, not even in, not even involved, but just in a photo with that person, it would have been riots in the streets, marches. You know, Alyssa Milano would be crying on Instagram about the state of America. It would be, it would be horrific. But the left gets a pass on everything. And this AOC story, she's going to get a pass on it, too, because they're going to cover for her. They're going to say, well, she was traumatized, so she doesn't remember. Traumatized <laughs> from what? <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll say there are people who actually go through real trauma. And she was trying to say, well, trauma compounds on trauma. And that leads to triggering and other things. I remember uh, when I was in basic training on a field training exercise. And we were, we had to, you know, we, we were being trained as if we were in like, um, we were deployed or in enemy territory. Uh, so the drill sergeants would have fun with us and they would toss when we weren't paying attention, uh, mortar rounds, like sim, sim, uh, mortar sim rounds. So you hear the whistle, you know, boom. And then whenever that happens, you have to yell, get down and you have to jump and sprawl. And out of, like for the next, like two, uh, like for the next two days after that happening, uh, repeatedly, Someone would just play a joke and whistle. <laughs> We'd all hit the ground. 
That's more trauma than whatever AOC's been talking about. I mean, the f people I'd say face more trauma than this than this person has. She's handed she's been handed things on a silver platter since day one. Listen, I respect the grind of what she's done. I respect it that coming from a bartender to serving in the uh, the United States Congress, I think that's a great achievement. But it wasn't like she was really just doing this by herself. Crow that was picked for her because everyone knew that Crowley wasn't was, was very comfortable. To be uh, quite honest with you. It was an upset victory only because nobody thought that they could actually challenge him. But he got lazy. And AOC is just going to be the beginning. She's already inspiring her people to move forward. How many other AOC types will there have? We have a squad already. We have people that want to try and be a part of the squad. And she is not pushing people more towards the Pelosi Democrats or even the moderate Democrats. She calls the Democrat Party a conservative center party. Well, she also said that if progressive pol if politics don't become more progressive like she is, then she might have to just resign. And that was she to make headlines resign. as well. All she does is look for headlines. All she, she does wants a spotlight. She's an attention whore. That's what she is. Ooh, very strong wording for a yeah. I know. I elected that, official. That's the term that I use. If you don't like it, you can stop watching the show. <laughs> I, I call I call tank top undershirts wife beaters, and I call and I call AOC. A detention whore. That's that's the way it's going to be. Mm -hmm. uh, big uh, shout out to uh, Vicky Palladino, who is on You're our stream. The comment section of this broadcast, right? Oh, now. yeah, no, it's great. Um, and, you know, she's always great. You can support her at uh, Vicky for NYC on her social media, Vicky for NYC uh, 2021. Uh, she's running for city council uh, up in Whitestone. Uh, so also uh, a shout out to Lonnie Harrington, who says... She's a fool's idea of a fool. I agree with that statement. And I had to call that. I had to say that out there. Because it, it, she is, she's the fool's idea of a fool. And so, someday she's going to get so... And if we don't get rid of her now, and I know that other people... Ha, and I mean get rid of her as in vote her out, not as any yes. subliminal messaging. We have to be so careful. Yes, <laughs> vote her out. I literally got um, yelled at and said I was delusional and a white supremacist. I'm like, have you ever listened to the show? I was called a white supremacist enabler. Sorry, the Nazi sympathizer, Gabe. That's what you. That's what you. That's what apparently what you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So much so, right? That's stupid people. Anyways, if we don't bring her out now by voting, voting her out now and diminishing her credibility, and more people on the left should be diminishing her credibility uh, because she has none left. They should be commenting on this and say, you know, you support all women. You just sparked a secondary Me Too hashtag on social media. Off the basis of nothing. That is cheapening everyone else's experience. That's cheapening their trauma upon trauma that you're talking about. And I'm telling you, I swear they're going to put her for a VP position or they're going to push her for presidency. And she'll probably just grift on it. She probably won't win. But if she still continues to be in politics, she'll probably become the monster that she was elected to slay. But she's going to just gain more and more steam. And that's something that I wouldn't like to see happen, personally. No, she and she's she really is awful. Anyone, listen, she's done nothing positive in Washington. She hasn't even put forth a positive image of herself. We looked at the what was it the, when she put out the Green New Deal? It was like mm -hmm. five pages. It was full of spelling errors and full of things that were completely impossible to do. Hey, I could write proposed legislation that's completely impossible. It's real easy. Just close your eyes, pretend you're six years old. And you want a pony for Christmas, but you live in a New York City apartment. Okay? It's that easy. 
Listen, don't knock out libertarian presidential candidate Vermin Supreme. He wants to give everyone a pony and unicorns. I don't want a pony. I want ammunition. All right. <laughs> Great. Now we're flagged. Great. Now the red flag laws is on you. I haven't said anything. I'm a peaceable. I'm a peaceable American. Uh, or peaceable. I just want. I need. I. I want to be able to defend my home. That's it. Right. Well, speaking of the Green New Deal and political hackery, John Kerry made the news again, ladies and gentlemen. The man who sells carbon offsets. Oh no, John that was Al Gore. Alive? Oh yeah, yeah, no, no. Do that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he's still alive. He's still kicking. And he made headlines again because he actually uh, went to receive um, a, an award, an environmental award in Iceland, and he took a private jet there. He of took a private jet to get there. And he said when, when, when he was asked, was like, is this the most environmentally friendly way to get there? He was like, well, it's the only way for a guy like me to travel. He's, yeah, because and, he's so used to it. Well, not only is he so used to it, but at the same time, he, was, he said condescendingly, oh, well, how do you expect me to get here? To sail? I'm fighting back against COVID. And I got to give credit where credit's due. Greta Thunberg sailed around the freaking world. He could do it too. Listen, plan it two months in advance. Get a nice big, take out the USS Constitution. That, that, that ship is still in water. Sail out there. Make a statement. You know, bring some oranges so you don't get scurvy. God. But again, it's they these people put themselves on such a pedestal. And this is where this whole leftist ideology comes from. And it's I'm doing something that is great for humanity. So it doesn't matter right. how I do it. It's Machiavelli. It's the end. Justify the means. All right. It, well, this end is ongoing and there is no end. There is no end. But that's see, that's the thing. It never ends because they got smart. Right. We saw this with everything. There's always a next step because when your life is activism, when you get what you want, you have to have a next step. Because if you don't have a next cause, no one's giving you money. And now you don't have a job. That woman studied an undergrad degree, it does nothing for you. You know, that liberal arts degree does nothing for you. So it became, you know, we saw this. The gay mat we had gay marriage was pushed through nationwide. Congratulations, you got it. I'm fully in support of it. I don't care. Listen, marry who you want to marry. I really don't care. But then they needed a new cause. And that's where all the trans that's where all this trans stuff came through. It's where they started pushing it on kids. That's when they started going after parents who didn't want to transition their three-year-olds because a three-year-old doesn't know what the difference between a boy like the three-year-old can't make decisions on that. I was three years yeah. old, I want to be a superhero. Like well, I mean, you can transition into a superhero. Fight crime like Batman. <laughs> I grew up in the nineties, Gabe. We don't play that game. All right. But <laughs> Okay. I don't have enough money to be Batman. I wish I could be Batman. That'd be amazing. <laughs> but this is what they do. There's always a next cause. So there, again, there is never an end game, but it's that self-righteousness. And Thomas Sowell talks about this a lot. You can't talk facts with people who are so high on their own self-righteousness because it doesn't matter. It's the same people who bash me on Instagram, who bash me on Facebook, who go, you're a white supremacist. Have you ever listened to the show? You support Trump. That does not make someone a white supremacist. And, and your co-host is a Hispanic. Yes, sir. And my stepbrother is black. And I have, and I have, <laughs> and I don't care what race anyone is. You're either an asshole or you're a good person. I do not care what the color of your skin is. I really don't. And I was not the affirmative action hire. I'll tell you that much. No, I'm Tack just, was the affirmative action hire. Just kidding. I'm just good at Mr. my job. Tack. <laughs> well, I did research, uh, getting back to the John Kerry thing, because there's a, a, another interesting story. 
on uh, on the transgender issue, but I want to circle back. Oh God, I sound like Saki. Saki. I want to just circle back for a second. Also, we'll circle back. Yeah, no, but I'm actually going to give you information here. The private jet, that the private jets that 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 uh, you know that people use to get around is actually per person emits forty times more carbon than a commercial flight. This guy is emitting metric tons of carbon, more than you or I will ever emit, probably uh, in years or four years. I mean, I don't even have a car, so probably never. <laughs> but not only that. He also had a private charter jet company. Him and the his family had one. So how is he trying to fight back against this horrible, horrible climate change? Which climate is changing? Climate always changes. But I digress. How is he supposed to help with the green, with green energy and all this renewable energy stuff when he made millions off of this? He made millions off of the same thing yeah, that he was it, being criticized for and didn't care about money out of people until it's time to retire. That's what they do. That's what Pelosi's doing. That's what all these people are doing. That's what Cuomo's doing. He's squeezing as much money as he can before it's time for him to retire. They, this guy, people do not care about any of these causes. Politicians, they do not care. They, if they are making millions of dollars off of a cause, they will continue to push it. This guy actually now sits as a part of the Security Council because the Biden administration, through executive order, is saying that, well, it's no longer climate change. It is now a climate crisis. So we must, it will, and they say they're going to take a full government approach on tackling this issue. So everything they, that they do on foreign policy, on domestic policy, will be based around climate change and climate issues. It doesn't work. This is the issue. The government always tries to do a one-size-fits-all bandage on a 50 caliber shotgun blast. Sorry, not shotgun blast. Just rifle, but I'm sorry, I'm heated. Gabe, correct me on my ballistics. Gabe, Gabe, Gabe. The real issue here. Is that the government years. has never solved any issue, any problem that the American people have had. How's the war on poverty going? How's the war on crime going? How's the war on drugs going? The only thing we solved, possibly partly, was the war on terror because President Trump allowed the U.S. military to decimate ISIS. But this doesn't mm. stop terrorism. The government has never solved the problem. Ronald Reagan said it best. Is scariest words in the English language are, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. <laughs> yeah, those those G men, you know, always out there, the men in black, sometimes literally. Um, but I wanted to uh, to actually talk about the a little bit of transgenderism. I think that'll be uh, the last topic we go on. But uh, wishy washy Mitt Romney actually agrees with Rand Paul on questioning whether or not we should have, uh, you know, boys transitioning to females compete in athletic sports. Oh, you mean in, like you know, that, public that school guy system. who broke that woman's face during an MMA match because he was a male fighting a female? Yeah, and no, he I mean, broke her face. Yeah, no, that was insane. Uh, but yeah, it, it be, the, the fact that that they agreed gives me hope. But I mean, Mitt Romney will always will always play that card. He'll you know he'll make headlines by just playing for the Republican side one day, and then he becomes such a great person. Uh, and a conscious good Republican when he votes for impeachment uh, and other etc. But at least there's some a little bit of positive unity there. But uh, even Romney said, like, you know, I have like eight, you know, like, well, you know, daughters and like grandchildren and stuff like that. And, you know, I, I can't just imagine this happening. I can't imagine, you know, moving forward uh, with this uh, with this idea, because there's certainly there's certainly differences here. And uh, Rand Paul was asking the new um, I think the secretary of education hire. Uh, nominee in the Senate confirmation, he was like, 
do you understand the scope of the situation? Like, do you really believe that this should happen? And he was just like, yeah, I mean, sure, everyone has a right to do so. And he kept pressing him. He was like, Gabe, Gabe, the left will lie to continue the agenda. I guarantee you, if I tell one, if I ask one liberal who has a daughter that plays sports, do you think that biological males should be competing against girls in, in female sports? There's not one person that would honestly tell me yes. They might say well, yes to safe face. They might say yes to be like, oh, I don't want to come off as transphobic. But there's not one of them who would honestly say that their daughter is not at a disadvantage. I told this story a million times. My brother, when he was in high school, he played freshman basketball. They beat the girls' varsity team that were county champions. They beat them. They beat them bad because men have a natural and physical advantage in sports. They do well, fact. Well, the L- off of all platforms. Right. Yeah. Well, listen. We're not. Uh, we're not transphobic. We're not homophobic. Do what you want, so long as it comes at your own dime. Right. That's but this is a very believe. specific issue, and it expe- it, it affects public, people very specifically in public schools. And let's let's look at it this way. The fact of the matter is, is that it opens up a door to a lot of questions of. Uh, sorry, it opens up to a lot of a lot of uh, criticism. It, this opened this situation opened up the door to a lot of criticism from uh, a lot of LGBTQ plus uh, activists saying, "Oh well, I don't know what uh, Rand Paul was talking about when he was like, oh, these six foot, uh, you know, uh, women just are charging through the uh, you know the track meet or or the or sports are charging." They kept uh, focusing on the fact that they're comparing a growing transitioning individual. To already this like six foot hulking uh, person, as as he described. So that's what they're. You still up have the years about. of t- of development with testosterone. You have naturally bigger muscles. You're naturally stronger. You're naturally faster. Unless you start transitioning at age three, right? You are going to have that physical advantage, right? But they're more upset about that than the fact that they're that they claim to be allies to women. So why are we beating up women and why are we destroying women? Why don't we? feel more comfortable with the idea of creating a separate transgender division where it could be a more even and equal playing field. I mean, the current, like, I think one of the current, like, national or state track champions uh, is, uh, was on hormone treatment. Was on hormone treatment and still just smoked it. It's, it's the video of her, like, jumping hurdles yeah. uh, at the track meet. She just destroys them. Just blows right past all the other ones. And listen... Do what you want. It's it's your choice. But when it's starting to affect other people's ability to compete, and I, ironically, that was the first time like the NAAC, um, the NCAA, sorry, actually had uh, a person of color uh, achieve that that far in uh, you know track at this you know level. It was a it was a biological male running against women. Well, listen, I'm just saying how I see it. That's what happened. So it's just, and the, the thing I liked most about Rand Paul was like, what planet are you from? When he was asking about the secretary of education, the, the potential one, he's like, what, what planet are you from? And he was just like, oh, how dare you? Because they'll lie to push the agenda. That guy definitely in his head was like, he was probably like crap in his pants. He's like, oh God, I'm going to have to lie to this dude's face and try to like make it believable. There is no way. There is absolutely no way. If I had a daughter and, and she was playing women's ice hockey and some Dude, stepped on the ice. I'd be like, "Yeah, that's not happening." You bet. You better. You better. You better hope I don't get on the ice from the stands because I'm about to deck this guy. There's that's not safe. 
Yeah. No. When when I when I play men's league, we play against female players. We make make it a point. Like sometimes we'll like up the hitting just between the guys. Right? We're not supposed to, but sometimes we'll do it. We did it during playoff games. If there's a female player on the ice, I am not gonna do that. Because I've had female players skate into me. I'm not very big. I'm 5'8", about 165, 170 at the most. I've had them skate into me and fall flat on their back. Because there is a physical difference between men and women. And we have to protect... Women's sports, women who want to play sports should be protected. They should not have to feel fear injury or, you know, an, uncompetitive, an unfair competitive advantage by going against biological males. Mm-hmm. I mean, listen, there's uh, there's also women's wrestling i know that's a that's certainly a very physical sport for any parents that are still saying that hey you know what what if your daughter wants to compete in in female or women's wrestling and they're going up against a biological male not only will they be immediately overpowered as we've seen already that's happened but would you feel them being rolling around that close to somebody who is still unclear about their transitioning or could potentially be abusing the system to try and push their pretend, their future careers yeah. or future career path. I I'm mean, just saying. If you can't afford to go to college and you really want a bed enough to get a scholarship, hey, say you're transitioning, go play women's sports. You get a women. You get a, got a sports scholarship. Yeah, you know, today was good. We had a lot of good segues. <laughs> yes, a lot of really good segues. So, guys, that will be our show for today. Gabe, why don't you tell the folks at home where they can find you on social media? All right, so you can follow me on Instagram at Baron.Montalvo, B-A-R-O-N.Montalvo, on Twitter at Baron underscore Montalvo, on Facebook at the Baron Montalvo. You can also check out my writing uh, for all of the pieces that I do at um, www.americanownews.com. And uh, there. Oh, and if you support the New York Young Republicans Club, please consider uh, joining up at nyyrc.com as well as checking out their handle uh, on social media. All of it as at nyyrc. Get involved. Um, We're having a lot of great things planned for, uh, you know, the city elections, you know, activism there. We just had reoccupy Wall Street. A lot of good stuff happening for there. And make sure you support uh, Vicky for NYC. Vicky Paladino for New York City Council. All right, guys, and make sure that you check us out on Instagram at underscore Empire State Conservatives, on Facebook at Empire State Conservatives. Make sure to check out our website. I forgot to mention it before, where we also have links to the WaxCast podcast done by the venerable Gavin Wax and the Rich Valdez show. Gabe, what's the name of his show again? This is America with Rich Valdez. This is America with Rich Valdez, also on the Empire State Conservative Network website. So that's EmpireStateConservativeNetwork.com. And make sure you check us out on Twitter at Empire State Cons and on YouTube. Somehow we're still there at Empire State Conservative Network. So for that, don't believe AOC and don't let fear take your freedom.